What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Incompetent Sports Report. Today, we've got a terrific guest on the mic. He's a good friend that co-owns a very popular bar right down the street here in Richmond, Virginia. I wouldn't say co-owned, but close to it. It feels like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I'm a general manager at uh, District 5, which That's is like right, yeah, right down the street. Right. Yeah, Been there yeah, for almost man. three years now. So we've got Jordan Trader in the house today. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. So today we're going to talk a little NFL and UFC, which is uh, per usual on this podcast. <laughs> I'm here for it, man. Let's dive in. Fuck yeah, man. Um. So I know that you are a diehard Chicago Bears fan. Unfortunately. I mean, <laughs> I say unfortunately, but not unfortunately. Like, I... So I growing up in Charlottesville, um, obviously like UVA is like football culture is huge. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if like you're as it's coined, a townie. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I never really loved football teams. I just loved players. And the gotcha. one that really like hit home for me was Thomas Jones. And this is coming off for off of the uh like Ronde and Tiki Barber era. Oh yeah, man. So yep. Thomas Jones was like the deal. And mm-hmm. I remember when he got drafted to the NFL, I just Followed him from team to team, from the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And then he finally landed um, at the Bears. And then I just kind of fell in love with, like, the history of that team, their mm-hmm. Super Bowl run, Walter Payton. I mean, Fuck yes, people like Brian Urlacher were just Dude, like... he was a monster. Yep. I, yeah, I mean, it, it just... Those guys are really, really hard to love. But once you start loving them, it's just like you always root for that underdog. And you just love that team so much. Yeah, man. But it seems like they're just like stuck in a let's find a quarterback scenario, and yeah, they just do not know how to build that program. So I just I lose my mind literally every Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like the worst, uh, worst team to root for. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Now that first game was a fucking monsoon to play in. I know, and yeah. it's kind of, I mean, it's new field, obviously home advantage and all that stuff. But I, yeah, I was completely not expecting that win and mm-hmm. also just like how comfortable like Justin Fields was doing and it seems like within this second year he's kind of getting the program and yeah yeah um I mean obviously much to be desired on his part he still needs to grow of course and yeah, that yeah. seems to be kind of like the problem with a lot of teams that kind of like want to build around a new quarterback but they get a guy that's so used to a different program mm-hmm. throwing him into the pros and just expecting magic to happen. It's it's so far in a few in between. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm a Washington fan, so yeah. we rolled the dice as well with RG3. You know? Yeah, I remember that, yep, man. Yep. And, uh, so much promise. <laughs> so much promise, so much potential, and they just they used him like a toy and broke him. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It had they just like give him like the amount of time that he really needed to recover uh, from that injury, yeah, like. He, He's, I would imagine he'd still probably be playing. Yep, yep. And then in that uh, that game against Seattle, mm. when he obviously tore something. Well, he tore – it was some kind of like hyperextension against the Ravens before we got to the playoffs. Yeah. And he was playing hurt in that playoff game. And yeah. instead of putting Kirk Cousins – uh, cousins in in the second half they kept RG3 in and I think that's where he just tore oh yeah his ACL it was a poor completely. because I mean <laughs> look at the parallels of their careers now and just in terms of like what's been accomplished like he cut down right in his prime mm-hmm. and then like Kirk Cousins just has blown up and has been perfect in Minnesota 
Yeah, yeah, other than last night. But... Other than last night, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Dude, that game was rough. Oh, oh man. God. They beat the shit out of Minnesota. I, and let me tell you something. That game threw me off. I was like, so this yeah, year. tell me about your fantasy. Yeah, team. I'm just, I'm pulling up my fantasy because <laughs> I had, I had uh, Jalen Hurts and I was, you Ooh. know, I was down against our bar manager bad. Like it was a guaranteed win for him and Jalen Hurts just went fucking off off mm-hmm. it was like i think so in one league i had i had uh he had 33.2 points like yeah insane game breaker mode yeah. such a game breaker <laughs> oh man i was like losing my mind it was it was so good yeah um all right so let's get back to uh, justin field so yep. yep i was watching uh the green bay game the other day sunday and um you know, Aaron Rodgers, he usually has Chicago's number, but Oh, always, man. It seemed that Fields is I mean, maybe Green Bay's defense was just on that day, but it seems that Fields is still kind of struggling to be that pocket passer, which, you know, yeah. it, that takes time, of course, in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, and, I think he's like playing or still has like the Ohio mentality that he can just kind of like scramble out of that pocket, yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if the improvise. option's not there, yeah, yeah improvise, but you know, our division is so focused on defense that mm. you kind of – you have to be able to, like, one, read the defense, of course, but, like, it you can't – there's not a lot of room for improvisation. Like, you have to be on the spot. Like, once mm. your, like, receiver's ready, just throw bombs. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, Green Bay always has our number, man. That is a rivalry that's gone back for, like, ever. Like when I think it's the oldest one in the NFL. Yep, said. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And like Aaron Rodgers just like coming to Chicago saying like I fucking own you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was just yeah, like, yeah. oh Last my year. god. <laughs> yeah, I you know I I think we're gonna have like kind of like a Trubisky situation again, which is mm. kind of like rough to say. Yeah, you know like we're depending so much on this kid, and it is a hard you know cross to bear it, to be like top tier quarterback in that division. Yeah, especially with such ruthless defenses. Seriously, and yeah, yeah. I think we're just gonna keep building and building with like zero direction, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then just like if yeah. it works, it works. I mean, it kind of like goes back to when we had like the most perfect defense, and this is um during the oh god, it was like Devin Hester, Julius Peppers, Jared Allen, who's one of my favorite defensive oh, players yeah, of he all was time, a monster. dude, a yeah. monster and absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like. It, it was just, like, such a good you squad. You what, Lance Briggs? Yep, Lance Briggs. Urlacher. Uh, was that the Super Bowl? No, Urlacher uh, had retired yeah, after this point. Retired, yeah. um, this was, like, I want to say it was probably, like, 2013, 2014. Okay. When gotcha, we had gotcha. Julius Peppers and Jared Allen as our outside, yes, like, linebackers. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the perfect, like, amount of, like, this is what a team should look like. And coaching did not know how to use it. Yeah, right. We had Hate all to the it. toys, all the toys, and we're just like, nah, yeah, no, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, you know, with these quarterbacks coming out of college and their dual purpose, almost. I mean, oh, you for look sure. at yeah. uh, Kyler Murray, um, fucking, even though he's older, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. um, Trevor Lawrence. They're trying to be that RPO package where they. And can literally improvise in the moment if they're going to hand it off or pass it. Yeah. And it seems like that could be a lot for Fields to adjust to at the moment. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, a lot of it, I think, is just like Akeem Hicks is also just checked out, who's our, you know, offensive lineman. 
and usually like he or not often he's, yeah, he's, he's defense, defense he's defense excuse yeah, me yeah, no, i'm yeah, sorry yeah uh scatterbrain jane i i think a lot of it is just like people are just like checking out like david montgomery's ready to check out like he's yeah, looking he for trades yeah and i think it's just kind of like for him to get a jump off point like everyone around him is just like i'm i'm kind of good dude mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. like you know right. Mooney can only be open so often. I know. And, right. you know, I feel like he is just against a wall trying to figure out his situation. And, like, to your point, yeah, we're just kind of, like, expecting them to be the full package when but it's just not a fight. Like, you know, that's not an option yeah. right now. Yeah, it's just because I think um, all rookie contracts are three years, I believe. So Yeah, they're three, I think, like, two to three, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's sad to see, you know, the quarterback get drafted in the first round, and then after the second year, they're thinking, "Oh, don't even get me started on the draft." Like we could have had him <laughs> on our turn, but we're yeah. just like, "Here's a trade. Here's there's more trades." <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Man. Whenever I watch, you know, just the Bears at work, not like the team, just like ownership and coaching staff, and just trying to figure out, I feel like watching them to try to build this team is like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> like these guys. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's yeah. like just fluttering around. I just feel like I'm like sad, crying in the shower, listening to Enya, just like <laughs> watching this house burn down around me. Like the bears have no idea what's going on, but I love them. I love them. So I'm yeah, just like, man. I'll just I'm gonna be an eternal optimist and just hope that you know. I think we're we're seeing potential, and we've always saw potential in Justin Fields. But I think as the season goes on, you know, maybe just like pull back on his role a bit, you know, mm-hmm. let your second string in work out that way. When we get closer and closer to like the end of the season, he's fresh. He's been playing again for like a while. Like he'll know exactly what he should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like one issue is that we keep just shoving these new guys down, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. down to everyone's throat and they're just like, it will work. And like the chances of that really happening are so small. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, like I think we could have done that last year. I mean, we have we misutilized uh, Mick Foles. That's right. Yep. Yep. And mm-hmm. we misutilized Justin Fields. Like Nick Foles is an end of the season player. You hold yeah. him out for the big games. You hold him out for playoffs. You hold like you yeah, don't he's clutch. Right. Yeah. You don't use him the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know, and like oh, it's so, a good point. You know, yeah. and then like so you just like you let this guy play for a certain amount of the season. Let them relax, mm-hmm. recharge the batteries, let your heavy hitters go in, and then come back in. You know, right, it's just, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been playing these people for how many years, and we haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you guys um, had Allen Robinson. Now he's with the Rams, but <sighs> yeah. he's a solid player. Yeah, and yeah. I, my heart was like broken when um, Akeem, not Akeem Hicks, excuse me, Khalil Mack left. Oh yeah, he was a beast. Dude, yeah, I have like yeah, yeah. almost or he all. He is a beast. I have yeah, almost yeah. all. He's a, he has three sacks now with the Chargers. Yeah, him and Joey Bosa. I mean, that's such good synergy. Just danger. Yeah, yeah. You're I not mean, able to stop that. So his younger brother got drafted to the Bears. Really? And I was hoping for like a Mighty Ducks Bash Bros scenario. Like I was hoping <laughs> yeah. for like tabletops. I was hoping <laughs> for like, you know, DDTs. Like yeah, just yeah, absurd yeah. NFL blitz like <laughs> scenarios. Yeah, just some flashy. And it just shit. didn't happen. And you know, he was also like. Again, it's he he checks out, and um, we should have made him like the face of our franchise. Definitely, yep, yep. Um, and he just like checked out, and I was like, you know, it sucks for us, but good for him. He he did a lot for us. He deserves to go to a good team where Fair. he yeah. gets you know his shit done. Yeah, yeah. 
And they have a legitimate chance, no offense, to oh. making the playoffs. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, no offense taken. I I, I see exactly what my team is, man. I, I see for what it is. <laughs> um, So, me being a Washington fan, Detroit fucking spanked us on Sunday. I will say, though. Do you see them as a threat in that th- division? This year, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, for the longest time, they've always been the joke of our division. They're, right? they're just like the give me, but yeah. I think, you know, one that major QB trade with the Rams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and start in their building, and their and their defense is getting better. Like I, I honestly, I see him as a threat this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Swift, he could be a top five back yeah. if he stays healthy. No, Lions are looking good, but I will say, like, Carson Wentz kind of had a good game though Sunday. Yo, like, what the fuck? When like, I saw him like run, I think he like he got like what, maybe almost ten yards off a run, and I was like. I didn't know Carson Rents could run. Like, yeah, I mean, he's kind of adopted the mentality of like I'm gonna put the team on my back and get that first down. Yeah, on a I mean, ten, and he looks like an oaf when he's running, but no, no, he's such a goober. <laughs> he's like he runs like Steven Seagal runs, but no one tells him it's ridiculous. No one thinks like that's good. Should yeah. I tell him? No, he's he's on a roll right now. Yeah. Like, let's not yeah, take well, let's not take the, the win out of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell him after the game, but no. I <laughs> mean, first week he threw four touchdowns. Yep. Last week, or uh, this past Sunday, he threw um, three touchdowns. Granted, he's got four picks already. Yeah. So he's slinging the ball, and he's doing great fantasy-wise. Oh, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. definitely a sleeper for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I picked him up. He's on my bench. I'm, yeah. I think I'm going to start him next week because I have Russell Wilson, and he's been stinking it up. So. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Russell's situation is – there's a lot of praise for him going to Denver. There but is a it's lot not of praise really panning out at the moment. <laughs> no, I, you know Denver was struggling last year, and I think was it like the year before that they had one of their receivers as a fill-in quarterback during like COVID. The COVID, yes, yeah, yes that COVID yeah, game where yeah. the receiver was the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, it was definitely like a very much like a water boy scenario there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Make ends meet. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, you guys looked. I mean, give credit where credit is due. Detroit definitely came to play, but you guys like you guys showed up. Like it you guys are looking good. Offensively, we're looking pretty good. Defensively, I mean we did have a couple fourth down stops when they went for it, but yeah. they kind of shredded us in the second half. Um Ahmad St. Brown, he had a a fucking day. Um Swift, obviously. Did you see that touchdown where he fell on the ground, got up, juked out two people and scored a touchdown? Yes, yes. It kind of <laughs> reminds me of that backward catch from uh from Super Bowl was like uh, the Ravens. Was it Raven? No, it was it was the Atlanta game, and the Patriots. I think, but like some guy just like caught the ball, basically did a backflip, rolled over, ran in for like a touchdown. I think it was a touchdown. It was it was the most ridiculous catch I've ever seen yeah, in my life. This yeah. guy just basically like caught it and like rolled over and kept going. Yeah, yeah, no one that, touched that, him. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of how I felt with that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nah, it was pretty embarrassing. Um... Yeah, I mean, the fact that Detroit has put up over 30 points in both games, I mean, it's yeah. saying something. Dude, it's impressive. Very yeah. impressive. I mean, I definitely didn't see that one coming. No, no. Did you? Do you have a HBO Max? I do. Did you watch Hard Knocks with the Lions? No. No, I haven't watched that one yet. Is good, that man. Is that based, like, preseason to mm-hmm. this year? Okay. Yeah, preseason. So it, everything is pretty recent. Um, and, yeah, it, it makes you, obviously, you know, want to root for them because they make oh, everything yeah. climactic and stuff but uh yeah no they've got some some players um 
for receivers. So St. Brown, Shark, um, he's not bad. Um, Jamal Williams, he's the backup running back. He's no slouch either. No, not so, at all. Yeah. And I especially in around. that division, you can't be. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I mean, after the ass-beating Minnesota took last night, I mean, is Philly just that good? Like, You know, I, it's weird. I mean, like, Philly, they're, they're either on or they're off. And then that's kind of like a very, like, obviously just blunt statement. It's very simplistic. But, yeah. I mean, there are days where, like, Philly just, like, wakes up and goes off, and then the rest it's just kind of like they're coasting. I yeah. don't know, but like I I love when the Philly fans come into the bar. They go oh. absolute ape shit. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, like our opening football weekend, our Sunday is like ridiculous. Just oh, I believe it. No standing room. Like you know, I have like so many people working that day. It's just mm-hmm. absolute madhouse. And mm-hmm. half of the restaurant was like Philly fans. Yeah, just yeah. Going ape just shit. Boisterous. Oh yeah. Fun. Yeah yeah. <laughs> And then you got the Dallas people that come in right after that. But oh, Dallas God. hasn't been showing up lately, man. And Dallas usually like comes in, rolls in pretty deep. Well, with Bre- uh, Dak Prescott going down, everyone's going down. Yeah, they're. I'm sure Cowboys faith has. Yeah, you see Trey down Lance go down rungs. too. Yeah, he snapped his ankle. Damn, yeah, man. Yeah, I was at a uh, City Beach with Brandon watching that shit. <laughs> I, I like. I was so pissed because like I had Trey Lance in one league, and I was like, "Yes, we're gonna do it." And then he goes down, and I'm like. Fuck. Of course. Yeah. Why? Why not? Yeah. But that's why they kept Jimmy G around. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah. I, and I think like Jimmy G is gonna have to definitely like show up now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. He's always like shown up and played well, but this is kind of like make it or break it scenario. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And with him being on the specialty one year contract, I mean, he's more than likely out of there next year. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean. The world is his oyster right now. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so we play Philly next week, and I'm fucking scared because watching last night, dude. Every time they blitzed, like Minnesota just had a brain fart and couldn't pick anybody. Yeah. Her cousins had literally a second and a half to throw the ball. Yeah, and that's kind of like weird for me because I feel like. Kurt always has ample time in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Like his line has like really figured out how to give that man space. Yeah, that's what he needs. He's a pocket passer. So yeah, I was definitely yeah. taken aback by that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I always feel like you guys. I don't know if I want to say like, are you guys rivals? You. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, division wise, it's Philly, Dallas, and Giants. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, no, it'd be the Cowboys and I guess now Commanders. But that was the big. Which one? Was that's it? the big. That's rivalry. the big. That's the big. Rivalry. Yeah, yeah. But I consider anybody yeah. in that division a rival. Well, you guys are just so close. I always. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I I think it's going to be like really good. I I think you guys are on a trajectory that's going to like. You'll definitely give them a good game, but I don't know, dude. I think Philly. Is definitely showing up this year too. Yeah, man, Jalen Hurts. He's got a fire lit under his ass. Man. Oh, a hundred percent. And yeah. just like, yeah, defense was just clean. Like you said with those blitzes. Yeah, no, they look scary. They yeah. look really good. No, I, I don't know who's who's the defensive coach, but he is he is on it. Yeah, I'm not sure either because I know they have a new head coach this year. Yeah. Um, or he might have been there last. I think he was there last year. Yeah, because Pedersen went the year before. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope Wentz can <laughs> throw up another three or four touchdowns to keep us in it because I'm not sure our defense is going to be able to stop Jalen Hurts. I, I mean, 
you got to stop them at the line, I think. Yeah, I mean, our defensive line is probably one of the better ones in the league, um, even without Chase Young playing at yeah. the moment. Um, but our secondary, pretty sus. So. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like how <laughs> the Bears are. Our secondary is so sus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, like, it's like half of them are, like, on it, but they get, like, paired up with, like, you know, the bad receivers, the guys that are not going to be, mm-hmm. like, the ones that are, you know, oh, I'm throwing to you. I'm going to throw to you. No, they get the bad guys. And then you got the ones that are, like, picking up fucking dandelions on the field and shit and just, like, <laughs> having brain farts. Yeah, they get the yeah. really, like, good pocket receivers or slot receivers, and, yeah. like, they're just like, I don't, what? I don't yeah, know. They, they what was I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would say, like, our secondary is way, way more sus than yours. I, I think, honestly, it would be a good game. I mean, I think Philly might pull ahead, but I don't think by much. I don't think you guys are going to get skunked right. for sure. I mean, no, I'm optimistic. I don't think you guys are going to get skunked, but I do think Philly will probably pull out a W on that one. I think so, too. Um, we looked horrible in the first half. I think we had, like, a total of 56 yards against Detroit. Um, and then second half, that's where we finally got all our stats and put up some points. So Well, that's, like, where we kind of, like, <laughs> where our teams, like, parallel and then completely diverge. I always would say, like, oh, Bears are a second-half team. Which last game they're like, no, no, hold my beer. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they went full Amber Heard shitting of the bed. Like, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I actually like so. I I lose my mind so bad on these games. Like, at first, like I I would like, well, I throw things. I can't help it. The, Do you? The spirit. Yeah, the yeah. spirit takes me. Sure. Uh, but I went from like not allowed to have like glass cups to I can't have plastic cups anymore. So now they just give me knotted up bar rags because I can't you know, break anything. I think I've that. seen you guys do that before. Oh, dude, I throw it at people. I throw it at the TVs. I throw it at the wall. Like I'm not breaking anything yeah. with these things. But that's hilarious. You throw it at the TV. Yeah, I had one of our regulars like freak out. He's like, "Are you good? Like, what's going on?" I'm like, "No, no, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. This is this is my every this Sunday. Is, every this is my process." <laughs> And it's only during Green Bay games that it's, like, at its uh, worst. Yeah, that cuts deep. Yeah, oh, it yeah. cuts so deep. Yeah. It's the worst. I just... I'm sure you I don't know what, hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, I do and I don't. I think... I, I hate him because he's on the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and obviously, you know, I respect a good rivalry. He's a really great quarterback. And what I really like about Aaron Rodgers right now is he's kind of had, like, a spiritual journey going on. Seriously. And he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a big advocate for, like, uh, mental health. Yes, he is. And yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, really important because that's something that's just not talked about in professional sports, you know? Yeah, like, no, not at all. And things that are very, like, high in masculinity and, like, you know, men don't talk about what's bothering them. I right. think it's important for people to have these kind of outlets. I completely agree. These guys are, like, top tier. They're putting themselves through so much, you know, not even just physically, but mentally, you know? Yeah, and yeah. And some guys are, like... And all that head trauma, man, no, that dude, shit yeah. adds up. CT yeah, for sure. So the fact yeah. that he's, you know, reaching out for help, even though it's, like, you know, <laughs> he's going to, like, South America to do peyote with a shaman <laughs> yeah. <and> dragon. But, <laughs> you know, at least he's being proactive about it. I mean, yeah. I think, like, that's a good, like, note to have someone like him just be the forefront and say, like, guys, it's okay. Like, yeah, go talk yeah. to someone. Go do something for your mental health. I mean, yeah. like, I took a page off his book. I started um, doing therapy. And it's That's great, dude. It, yeah, it's really, well, I just, this year's been kind of like 
blow after blow between work, ment- uh, you know, personal life and sure. all that stuff. And totally. it's just, yeah. it's put a lot of weight on my shoulders. Yeah, man. And I just kind of felt like I, I just need to talk to somebody because I can't just, you. I can't sit with this shit. No, no, you got to vent, man. You yeah. Vent. And I'm yeah. a venter. I'm a big, 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 big venter. <laughs> and uh, no, my therapist. nothing wrong with that, man. No, no. My therapist is cool as shit. The best way it's I could describe better. him is yeah. like, a, he's like a conservative dressed like grandfather right it's okay. super conservative but it's yeah. like he just got back from his first weekend at burning man <laughs> like <laughs> his uh yeah, yeah. his questions like he'll come off with like so what was your relationship with your father like or like what was this like right, and then right. he'll be like so like what do you think happens beyond this what do you think the spiritual looks like and i'm oh, like man. oh <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> I like where this conversation's Some going. Neil cool, Tyson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but it, you know, going back to Aaron Rodgers, I, I, amazing athlete, great quarterback. You know, definitely. Did you check out his uh, Rogan episode? I did. Yeah, yeah, man, he was great. I liked him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw him that, and I saw him on uh, Aubrey Marcus, and that's how like. That's right. Aubrey Marcus is the owner of On It. On It, yeah, and yep. like, mm-hmm. um, he definitely drinks the spiritual kool-aid really really hard right right and yeah, that's how he yeah. met aaron Rodgers is because they were doing peyote <laughs> ah, <look at laughs> or that. ayahuasca yeah, like in oh, south ayahuasca. america yeah yeah and i like i listen to that one i don't like to listen to aubrey marcus because it's like dude did you take ayahuasca <laughs> did you take peyote <laughs> yeah oh here's a poem cool man <laughs> i guess yeah i've never listened to his podcast i've heard him on rogan before look i'm not gonna like, knock yeah. people that are into like spiritual you know enlightenment and taking those kind of journeys that's cool you know different strokes for different folks but yeah, it's just it's a, his own yeah. it's a, it for me like i can't re- listen to it repeatedly yeah. it's just it's too much right, right. you know but yeah. yeah i i think aaron Rodgers is yeah he's uh, an eccentric man he, you know but he's yeah. also like solidified himself in the league man like you really can't think good quarterbacks without at least his name popping up oh for sure yeah you know? if you're down in the fourth quarter i'm either going with him or brady oh yeah, for sure every time yeah. i mean he knows he's such a strong veteran he makes great game time decisions mm-hmm. uh his team is or offense really has just been built perfectly for him mm-hmm. and then you know when you want to give his arm a break you know you just throw to aaron jones and just give it yeah. let him go crazy yeah him and dylan that's yeah. a powerful one-two punch combo yeah i mean that no green bay always has the right tools which mm-hmm. you know hurts to say because <laughs> yeah, i know i fuck know those guys but <laughs> yeah by the way you guys them. are amazing but i hate you <laughs> <laughs> no my roommate he's a lions fan and he despises aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah i mean I, 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 I despise what they do to me in the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. them as players and people, no, I, I, I think he's a cool dude. Gets it, gets the shit yeah, done. No skin off your back. No yeah. skin off my back. But that's yeah. just me. I don't. I, not a lot of shit bothers me. <laughs> that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, you know, we love sports, but you never want to be so invested to where like it ruins your whole week because your team lost. It's like, all yeah, right, man. Like, I, I mean. If you like go down the fantasy rabbit hole and drink that Kool Aid really hard, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, right. You get like people that are like Ruxins from the league, where it's just like, oh, I've been cursing this man's name all yeah. week, and now that you're here, I could say it to your face. Like, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. Like I, I love fantasy football, and I love the level of investment that it gets me into these people. But to ruin my week, no, no, <laughs> no, it's not worth. No, it. no, there, there's so many other things that just gladly want to ruin my week <laughs> yeah, right yeah that take priority <laughs> yeah so uh, um how many fantasy leagues are you doing i'm in the district five league nice uh coming out with uh one and one there you go first week uh came out strong 
And then Monday, um, our bar back, Jermaine, a.k.a. Cookie Monster, shout out. Um, <laughs> he just swept a leg on me. Like, uh, he just, like, I was like, yeah. I might have had a chance if, like, this one guy shits the bed. Mm-hmm. And they both, like, the guy, that guy just, like, had the game of his life. And I was like, all right, well, that's fine. Yeah. Hate to see it. Uh, this week, I beat <laughs> uh, my bar manager, Dewey. Nice. Uh, nice. Dewey, I thought, was just going to, like, sweep the leg on me. Uh, he pretty much had the game in the bag until the Eagles played. Ah, gotcha. Like, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. the deciding factor. Yeah, like, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts yeah, yeah. was that deciding factor for me. Fuck yeah. Uh, and then the, another one is a uh, league that I'm in is with my brother. And it's a PPR league, which kind of throws me off a bit because I just like, Different. how yeah. am I getting this many points? Right, yeah, This is yeah. insane. <laughs> um, but that league is really fun. I mean, they're like, it's my youngest brother. There's like, you know, early to like, you know, almost mid-20 dudes. Nice. A lot of fun. But uh, when it comes to fantasy football, they have no clue what they're doing. Uh, so you got to let up that's, on that, that, that yeah, might be yeah. a mean jab. No, they, they're drafting. <laughs> they're drafting suggested. They kind of had an idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> Trip B. <laughs> Nash, I see you guys. There you go. Um, uh, they're, they're drafting suggested like they knew what was going on, but I had more of a game plan. Uh, mm. But I've also been so bad at fantasy – for yeah. so long, you kind of pick up on, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it like this again. <laughs> Tell me about it. See um, that little bronze toilet right there? Oh, yeah. That's last place in our league. <laughs> so, you know. So, uh, for D5, we have the Johnny Mac Award. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's kind of like participation trophies. <laughs> uh, winners, I mean, you get your cash out. Yeah. Uh, the last, like, big, I guess, like, trophy was one of our bartenders slash managers, Trevor, Got a belt, nice. like a big, you know, WWE, like, yeah, belt. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our uh, champion has one too, yeah. Um, I love the D5 league. I mean, we used to be before I got in, like, really into punishments, and I was like, dude, yes, that is, I breathe and live for chaos, yeah, <laughs> and I just love fucking with people, sure. Um, <laughs> and so, like, last year, the major punishment was whoever lost had to make an OnlyFans and they could delete it. When they had twenty bucks. Oh, that's good. Hell yeah. Well, here's I the, like here's, here's the thing is like the guy's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. He just turned it down. <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing that. I'll just take the L. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I well yeah. play the uh, game. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to, you don't have to do like straight helicopter stuff. I mean, so like, <laughs> people just assume OnlyFans is all sex stuff. I mean, he could be doing like baked goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or fucking play music or, or whatever, something. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What we've been doing, um. Well, last year was the first year where we incorporated a punishment, but we had a choice. And for me, because I got last, um, it was either hot wing challenge or 12 hours at Waffle House. And each waffle you eat, subtract an hour. Which one did you go with? I went with the hot wing challenge. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, And I got lucky. Like, my friend that hooked it all up, he just went to Kroger and got, like, some ghost pepper sauce. Oh, so you guys guys didn't do the B-dubs challenge? No, no. Yeah, that would have been painful. So, like, it sucked, but it could have been much worse. But, But yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I definitely would have gotten, like, what's that one from Hot Ones uh, that people look like? The bomb. The bomb? Yeah. Yeah, Beyond Insanity? Yeah, I would have died. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. But I would have done that. I would have been, like, rules are rules. I even got the Pepto and everything. I was like, I'm prepared. (laughs) Oh man, uh, no! I we we had such fun punishments. Like there's one where like you would have a shake weight and you would have to stand on outside of the building and just like work a shake weight for a little while. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, one of my owners, um, I was playing him first week and I'm just like I'm gonna prank his office. 
Okay. And I printed off the the jackass guy from uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. It's like, you will not make this oh, putt, you dude. jackass. What a deep cut. Hell so yeah. I printed it, his picture off, and I put, you will not win this week, you jackass. And I printed off easily, like, almost 200 pictures. <laughs> and I put them all over his wall. <laughs> and he completely ignored it. Really? Yeah. No, he, it, and honestly, like, this is why he's so smart no and so just zero reaction. This man knows how to get under your skin better than most people uh, without even trying. Like, just zero reaction. So yeah. I was like, all right, next week I'll come back with an even better joke. Okay. So yeah. it, this is around like about, about around now because Spirit of Halloween like had just opened. I bought 200 feet of spider web. I bought a uh, Indiana Jones hat and a whip. <laughs> um, and I wrote a note. I'm like, you have to win fantasy football this week. Or, or no, you have to, I, we had a Santa from like the Christmas party and it was like a twerking Santa and I just kept that in my office and I was like, <laughs> put it on his desk and I put a note that said, you have to say Santa or no one wins fantasy this week. And I put 200 feet in his office. I utilized all of the spider webs everywhere in his office. Like you couldn't walk in it. Dude, that's awesome. And <laughs> he ignored that one. No. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh my dude. God. What? I was like short of setting this Son place of up. a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I've been building a budget. I'm not going to do it now because it's too much of a budget. But what I was going to do is create dude, a you're ring. You're the man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, dude. well, yeah. I mean, you know, commit to the bit. Yeah, really. <laughs> but Hell I was going to yeah. buy, like, fake trees, bushes. <laughs> uh, I was going to get ambient lights. I was going to get a Bluetooth speaker with rainforest noises. And I was just going to put stuffed animals all over his office. And, like, I was, like, researching, like, affordable, like, fake vines, which – only like 80 bucks for like, you know, 100 feet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah save it for another event as oh, well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. his room, his office is, you know, smaller than mine. It's mm -hmm. like a five by like eight office. So I, 100 feet can get you far with those yeah. vines. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I dude. love but hate fantasy football. It's I feel like, you, dude. But I love the draft, though. I showed up in uh, my nice like Ralph Lauren suit. I had a cowboy hat on. <laughs> oh, you guys did it in person? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I guess we did too, but we didn't dress up. <laughs> oh, I always dress up. I actually, awesome. I wanted to come in on a bird scooter, uh, just ride it into the restaurant. Oh, that, that would have been gangster. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, because like um, my, uh, my roommate is also in the league and he has a suit and a cowboy hat. And I was like, how funny would it be if like we both... Uh. Yeah. Just like came in on bird scooters, or both of us on one bird scooter. Right, you're holding them around the waist. Yeah, and I'd have like a suitcase and like all this sort of shit. And I was just like, well, I say suitcase. It was my computer bag, but right, right, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I showed in like it was like prime time. Like, dude, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah. Um, this year for our punishment, we're gonna have a, another choice, but I think um we're gonna stick with the Waffle House punishment, and then the other one is. You run a mile on a track, mm -hmm. and after each lap, you have to eat a uh, item from McDonald's. So, like, starting off, I guess you could do the fries, run a lap, and then a cheeseburger, run a lap, soda, run a lap, dessert. I mean, somebody's throwing up. Oh, dude. for sure. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, I like McDonald's, but, you know, there's so much more room to play with it. Like, you could put Epicac in their Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, you know, make them eat, like, a whole, like, thing of bananas and Sprite. Like, guaranteed throw up. Yeah, true. Well, careful true. with Epicac. You can hurt somebody with Epicac, but... Yeah, we'll probably uh, stay away from that one. Yeah. <laughs> what I've always wanted to do, this is one bet that I've always wanted to do, and no one wants to do it with me. And 
I would do all the logistics and groundwork, but it's called the Rouge Bet. Okay. So as you know, there's the Gentleman's Club, Club Rouge. Yes. Chocolate yes. Bottom. Yep, Finest yep. bottom of the bottoms, I believe, is their <laughs> Notorious. Catch- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is their catch- catchphrase. But I would call the owner of Club Rouge. I'd be like, hey, man, I'm in a fantasy football league. This is what the bet is. And the bet is simply the winner gets to pick the outfit and the song. The loser has to dance. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just like, That's I would sell it so good. And just like, I've always wanted to do that bet. But yeah. nobody like, they're like, oh yeah, it sounds cool. But nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that bet. I would promote that loss so much. If it was me, if it was them, like I would promote it on all social media. Like I would make sure that it was like the busiest night <laughs> yeah. just so that way I could like have like such a fun, like outfit and song picked out for him. I was going to say, what's your song choice? <sighs> On the spot. <laughs> I mean, obviously a throwaway's pony. But yeah. like, you know. Right. I would think like Barbie Girl by Aqua. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um kind of have like some a, Britney Spears song. Yeah, like Bar- yeah, Britney Spears. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe like John Mayer, but have it like really seductive. <laughs> That's you know? good. Your body's yeah. a wonderland. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um I get the people going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to do that bet, but no one wants to do it with me. Yeah. It's, it's so upsetting. Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd, I'm, I'm that'd getting, be hilarious, but that'd be tough. I'm getting yeah. to a point now in desperation where I'm just like, it doesn't even have to do with football anymore. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I just would bet you this bet. Now. Yeah, I just want to do this. I, I just want to see it happen. <laughs> or see someone do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been years and nobody, nobody bites. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Gotta love fantasy. Gotta, Gotta love fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> Gotta love fantasy. Um, so before we. Uh, transition out of NFL. I gotta ask, who do you think ends up in the Super Bowl this year? Um, NFC and AFC. I don't. Know. I my heart wants to see the Rams do a repeat. Mm-hmm. That's who I predicted before um, the season started. But they're getting off to a rough start. Yeah. So I'd put an asterisk next to them, but yeah. ahead of them, I would say Chargers. Okay. Okay. Um, I think like they got a lot going on right now, and I think mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting team to watch this year. And I would, I honestly think the just... only thing, sorry to interrupt, but the only thing that they're going to have to worry about is I think Herbert like broke his rib last week, so they're going to have to oh, monitor yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's the kind of thing that like a team that really hasn't had chances to show up rally around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no. I they, mean, how many how many Disney sports movies have we seen with this exact scenario? Right. Yeah. Where they just go off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nah, that's a good point. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Mighty Ducks two. Mighty Ducks two. Mighty Ducks three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, um. So I think it, I think it's gonna be um, Chargers for sure. Damn. And. Okay. Oh, yeah. it and probably either it's either gonna be Bucks again or Eagles. Ooh, yeah. God, I hope it's not Philly, but it could be. It could be. <laughs> After last night, it, it know, very well man. could be. But I say yeah. Bucks because, yet again, we're looking at another, this might be Tom Brady's last year. Yes, I know. He's so fucking indecisive. Yeah, you know? but, you know, he also has Mike Evans out now. <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. Can we talk about that fight for a second? Holy shit. Yeah. That was like... So apparently they have... Like back and forth beef, like th- throughout the years, him and Lattimore. Yeah. So I guess 
Yeah, but well, I, it looked like he shoved Leonard Fournette, yeah. and then Tom Brady got in his face. Yeah, yeah, and then as soon yeah. as Tom Brady <laughs> got in his face, and the, someone steps to Tom Brady, Mike Evans just blacks out. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I'm sure he got back in the locker room. And was like, what happened? Yeah, he went street mode. Oh yeah, man, yeah. Dude, Mike yeah, yeah. Evans, he, he's probably one of the scariest receivers. Yeah, he's a big. Mike and I don't mean that in like terms of like he's nasty. He is nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. I'm genuinely afraid of Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, no. That man could just like tell me to do anything, and I, I'd short of like, actually, no, I'd probably just do anything <laughs> Mike Evans would tell me to do. I'm, <laughs> I'm terrified of that man. <laughs> Go to the Rouge and dance. You got yeah, it. Hey, whatever you say, no worries. <laughs> You're gonna pick the song outfit. Or, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So. Based off of what we've seen so far, I think it's Buffalo, man. You think Buffalo? Yeah, dude. I think this is Josh Allen's year. Yeah, Josh Allen's been looking good. But, you know, I maybe I'm just, like, playing to ignorance because I don't really watch too much of, uh, like, Buffalo games. Okay. I, I checked it in a little bit last year uh, just because of um, somebody I was dating. Their best friend was a big Buffalo fan. Gotcha. So, like, mm-hmm. when they would come into district – and yeah, yeah. Dog, we'd watch Buffalo. Or if you have any fantasy players yeah, in Buffalo. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And which yeah. this year I happen to do, but it's not anybody that's going to like give gotcha. me all the points. It's kind of one of those. Singletary. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like that 16th <laughs> round. <laughs> I need to give me flex. Oh, I got you. A backup yeah. flex or something. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not a big Buffalo guy, but I've always loved the Bills Mafia. But Yeah, how can you not? Yeah, those guys are fucking entertaining. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what paint chips they're eating, but I want all of them. <laughs> I mean, there's a guy... I mean, there's a guy that his shtick is that people just put mustard on him. Yeah. They just spray mustard. Mustard, and I assume like other condiments, but mostly mustard, I think, is the yeah. the go-to. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he breaks the table. And then they break tables. Yeah, yeah. they went to Jacksonville and Walmart's like, we don't we don't have any more tables, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the Bills Mafia cleaned them out of tables. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I, I that's think legendary. Buffalo's always been a really like good team. But I never saw them much outside of a playoff picture. Well, you know, they changed the rule in overtime this year. Um, Instead of if a team goes down and scores a touchdown, the game's over. Mm -hmm. Now the other team has a chance. Yeah. It's only for playoffs. And they made that rule change because of the Kansas City and Buffalo game last year. How do you feel about the tying situation? I am not in love with tying. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody is. Um yeah, I mean, if, if I, can I mean, sucks. like you know, soccer, or you know, that makes sense. I get that. You yeah, because like you're you're doing overall points. Right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. that determines like where you're at, where your standings are, and do you have enough points to where you get relegated or promoted? Right, right. You know, there's it's that pyramid and tiers and stuff. Correct. Yeah. I only know this because I've been watching that Welsh soccer show with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I thought about giving that a try. Dude, it, it's so good. Is it good? It's okay. awesome. Dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, but tying for me, it's like. I don't. I, I can't don't. remember. Is college the same rules, or do they just keep going until somebody? I think. I'm trying to remember. I think college has the same rules. I think they might have adopted that rule from college. Okay. Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. It's probably definitely wrong. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you see college games. They go into like. like oh, I think it's double overtime. Double. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah. major overtime. Like they just keep overtiming it. Yeah. That's yeah. what the college rule is. No, right, I don't right, think they tie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the NFL should incorporate that. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like, yeah. keep the games going. <laughs> yeah, fuck ties, dude. It yeah. messes up everything. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, like, 
where do you really have to playoff seating yeah. wise and shit? You're, yeah, at, you're yeah. already watching the game. You're already at the game. Yeah, like, somebody's gonna win. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. I, I, I just don't. I don't like ties. Not in the, not in this kind of like scenarios. No. For no. me, it's like I, I want a definite winner. If I ever tied with Green Bay, I'd I, I would be beside myself. I, it's almost worse than a loss. Yeah. Then you might change teams. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> so we'll just we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, destined I, I live, to never beat Green Bay. <laughs> I live to know how many times they beat us versus us beating them. I know, right? And they're like basically in the hundreds now. <laughs> yeah. To our yeah, y'all had your run with Ditka back in the yeah. day. Well, uh, yeah, Ditka, uh, Mike Ditka, <laughs> God's gift of football, right? Um, Savage. I think for like a while we were like we were leading with like ninety-five to something, and obviously this has changed over the years, but because yeah. I've kind of checked out since Green Bay just continuously <laughs> wins over and over, right? Uh, yeah, but I think Green Bay's now like in a hundred win, and we're like still in the nineties. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, after Aaron Rodgers leaves, oh, it's the tide will turn. Oh God, I hope. Yep, yep. Unless Russell Wilson's like, tag me in. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes to Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just like anyone with an arm, and that's a veteran player. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna say Buffalo, and then NFC wise. Yeah, the Buccaneers, you can't count them out. And I did say the Rams, I don't know. They, yeah, that first game, they got torched by Buffalo. Yeah. And they almost lost to Atlanta this yeah. past weekend. So I don't know if I can go with them anymore. Um, like, I really want to root for the Rams. I really do. I, You know, just because by proxy, our bar manager is a big Rams fan. So it's like, mm-hmm. and I have Cooper Cup in both of my leagues. Dude, the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I want the Rams to do well. Yeah. You know, they're, that's a team I'm used to being around people rooting for and mm-hmm. familiar. Yeah. But, yeah, they're they're not showing out too well. these. But it's the first two games. Right? That's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we still have. They're all hypothetical. Yeah, but, we, we have plenty of. All right, I'm going to say I'm gonna say Buffalo and Tampa Bay. That's your Super Bowl. I'm calling it now. Interesting. That would be a good one. Yep, yep. I'm calling it now. Yeah, that would I'll be probably really... change my mind in like three weeks. But... <laughs> I'll probably change my mind on the drive home. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, cool. Um. So, yeah, let's. Switch it over to a little MMA. All right. Yeah, man. This is a huge card. October 22nd, we've got UFC 280. Two championship belts on the line here. Yep. Yep. Um, This is going to be in uh, Abu Dhabi. And so because Charles Oliveira did not make weight for his last bout against Justin Gaethje, even though he completely demolished him, he is not the champion. So it's a vacant belt. Oh, so it's just like ex- he's. This, this is right where he was. What like five fights ago? Where? Uh, uh, no, yes. Yeah, because right, uh, he beat Michael Chandler when it was a vacant belt because Khabib retired. Yeah, you're right. And yep. he's fighting Khabib 2.0. Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah. I don't Khabib. know what they're feeding those people on that side of the village, <laughs> but it is insane. I've I, so I've been watched Islam's fights, and first of all, these guys are going to be nuts. I I mean he's a great striker, but he's also a phenomenal grappler. And Islam, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, coming from that Dagestan wrestling pedigree, yeah. If he is on top of Oliveira, that's where it's going to get interesting because Oliveira's got the most submissions out of any fighter in UFC history. He does have good submissions, and he really likes to work the triangle mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. Um. Yep. And he is almost always taking your back. 
Yes, whether that as on well. the ground or he's climbing you like a tree. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It. So I think there's like what's really kind of working against him now is like they both have so much to prove, but I think Islam's proving trying to prove a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, he's trying to fill Khabib's shoes essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Oliveira's submissions are just insane. Like he got an arm bar and a triangle in one submission. Yeah, yeah, no, he's disgusting. I mean, he could have um, made that guy like hit himself in the face and be like, "Stop hitting yourself." <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yep. Um, but watching him grow as a fighter has been because he's been in the the you know UFC for like eleven years now. Yeah, man, you're right. Paid his dues properly. Mm-hmm. Taking bad L's, real bad L's. Yeah. But it just seems like he is getting submission after submission and or just knockout. Like, yeah, or yeah. knockout and mm-hmm. like this is like proper veteran. This is like someone that like has. Earned it, one worked really hard, and is like mm-hmm. at the top of his game. Yeah, no, he's really the dark horse of the division. Um, like you said, been in the the UFC for over ten years, was taking some bad losses, was kind of labeled as a quote unquote quitter. At, yeah, in like the third rounds. Um, but now, man, he. Well, I mean, that's even if he gets knocked down and sat on his ass, he is resilient. It comes right back up and fucks you up. I don't, I don't, I never really saw him as a quitter from the fights that I watched, but mm. gassed. Like he's definitely gassed, and like you yeah, know, yeah. maybe he's a realist and thinking like, all right, I can give it all I got, or I just you know coast through the round, right? Yeah, and hopefully, yeah. I win on points. Yeah, yeah, I true, mean, true. Yeah. Is quitting? Is he is he really quitting, or is he just being smart about utilizing the round and the points? Yeah, but unfortunately in this sport, the judges are so fucking inconsistent. You yeah. can't rely on them. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so for the stand-up advantage, I will have to give it to Oliveira. I yeah. think he's got better hands than Makachev. Better hands, reach. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's, he's taller. Yeah, but yeah. I honestly think this isn't going to be a striking match. I think this is going to be a big grappling match. I kind of hope it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to get interesting. Because Islam prides himself on takedowns. Correct, yes. He loves to takedowns. Yep. Yeah, he just and, wants um, to ground and pound. Yeah, and... I mean, and he wants to dominate with his wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, definitely if it goes to, like, throwing hands, yeah, Oliveira all day long. I think so, too. Because he's a tactician. He's kind of like how McGregor was in, like, you know, his mid to before you got like the title fights, you yeah, know, comfortable, yeah. lean yeah. back, right? Knows how to like work in good jabs. Yep, distance management. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. definitely distance management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now the betting odds. Um, wow, Makachev is a favorite at a minus one fifty five, which isn't substantial, but still, um, man, I don't know. Yeah, I think Oliveira is a good underdog bet. Honestly, I kind of feel like it. My heart of hearts is telling me it's going to go to Islam. Think so? I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think he finishes Charles, or do you think decision? I think he finishes him. Ooh. I think if we're, I, I honestly think like, I'm thinking like it's going to go to second round and it's going to be a submission. Damn, dude! Second round submission that would be fucking crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. I think it goes deep. I think it makes it to like the fourth or fifth round. That'd be great. I could see a finish there. Yeah, yeah. Would be great. Just from pure exhaustion. But also, you know, you got to realize he also has, you know, his, all these people in his ear, too. Like, he has such a great coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And Khabib. Khabib's going to be there right there with him, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, 
Yeah, so that's going to be the lightweight championship bout. Yeah. Um, the co-main, we've got the bantamweight championship. Aljamain Sterling taking on the oh. PED user, TJ <laughs> Dillashaw. Yeah, Dillashaw. Poor guy, man. He has tarnished his legacy. But he can still fucking fight. Oh, yeah. He can great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he did himself no favors on, uh, was it UFC, the like the contender? <laughs> Or what, um, what's like what's like their contender show? I used yeah, to watch- yeah, Dana White contender series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I used. Yeah, to- he won that. That's right. I, yeah, yeah, I would watch that show when it was like Forrest Griffin. Yeah, man, I watched that shit too. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, when Rampage and uh, Mike Evans were coaches. Yeah, that was the only reality TV that I watched back then. Yeah, and then <laughs> I watched. I guess when it was Jason Mayhem Miller was a coach, and uh, Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of like the fall of. The beginning of the fall of yeah, Mid, that's uh, where it kind of Jason went. Miller, uh, but yeah, that guy is also it. Chael Sonning and uh, uh, Sonnen, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Chael Sonnen and uh, God, what what Ortiz, bro? John Jones, no, it was um, oh no, it no, was Silva, it was Wanderlei Sil- Silva, was it? yeah, yeah Wanderlei yeah. Silva, and they're just like soon. He's like, what soon? Like we're fighting? Yeah, soon. I'm like, how soon? Like when? Right now? He's like, yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah. like. You'll know. I'm like, see, I don't know these things. Like, when are we fighting? <laughs> Dude, Chael's such a smartass. <laughs> Dude, he he's so he's great though. He's so funny. He's like, very smart. He's too. like, can we just talk for a second? He's like, I don't want to talk to you. It's yeah. like, I want. I kind of like. I would like to be friends. And he's like, no, no friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just like beats him with a flip flop. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, no, Dillashaw, man. I I've loved to watch him, and I love his fights. But yeah, he is he's he's in a downward. Uh, uh, spiral kind of lately. Yeah, you know, he beat um, Corey Sanhagen for his return. Mm-hmm. And in that fight, he tore his uh, meniscus and I think MCL or something like that. Yeah. So he had surgery immediately afterwards. So hopefully, you know, he bounces back and makes it competitive at least. I mean, he's claiming he's going to smoke Aljamain. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think happen. so either. No, I don't think Aljamain's that bad of a fighter. No, Even though everyone... Everyone gives him shit because of the whole uh, Piotr Jan. Oh, um, the disqual? Yep, yep. And then just like. Dude, well, his reaction, though, when Dana put the belt back on him was like heartbreaking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He wanted to like throw hands and like mm-hmm. just give everybody. Like, you could tell he worked really hard for that fight, and it was basically all for nothing. Yeah, no, he, he got dominated for sure, and he got lucky. Yeah. Yep. Um, but in the second fight. Even though it wasn't a lot of damage really done on either side, he outgrappled him, and uh, by the rules, that's how you win. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like wrestling, man. It's a points game. Yeah, yeah. You want to you want to get the knockout, you want to get the submission, but at the end of the day, it's points win. Right. Yeah. Overall control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the grappling advantage. That's tough because TJ's a beast of a wrestler. Oh yeah. I mean, also so I don't know. TJ also has so many years over him. And yes, you know, fighting against the best, working against the best. Yeah, like, he's got experience for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like if he keeps that veteran mentality and just like stays cognizant of like, yeah, these are my injuries. This is what, or just any game plan. If he has like a good game plan, sticks to it, mm-hmm. I think he'll have a good chance. But if he just goes in there like and just throws for the fences, I think he's gonna definitely get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll have to be calculated for sure. I mean, anybody at the highest level like that, you can't just go yeah. In I there mean, and he's fall. had the belt before. I mean, he he's he's a smart dude, but I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, the stand up advantage, I'd probably give 
TJ the edge when it comes to power. He's yeah. probably stronger. But Aljamain, you know, he's younger. Well, he knows how to work the octagon. Like, he is constantly moving. You know? Are you, are you talking about TJ? Or Aljamain? Aljamain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, it's kind of like um, <clears throat> watching kind of like older fights where, like, they never, like, stepped back or anything. They kind of just worked all the way around the octagon, just mm-hmm. kind of, like, basically sidestepping the whole time. Yeah, cut each other off. Yeah. Right, right yeah. Yeah. That, and he that. definitely does that. I mean, he's smart in how he moves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, super athletic. Um, and same thing. He's like Oliver. If he gets on your back, that uh, could be game over. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Totally screwed. So those odds right now, Aljamain's sitting at a minus 165, which I would agree with that just because TJ's been out of the game for two years. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't – this one's going to be close. Yeah. I mean, also, like, outside looking, it's like, they they calculated where these cards should look like and who are actually going to be good bouts, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, this is definitely one of those picks where it's like, no, this is going to be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. worth the, the ticket price alone. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a, a bloodbath, because TJ's got so much scar tissue on his face, he, yeah. he gets cut very easily. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a bleeder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So if I had to pick... Oh, it's either going to be Aljamain by decision or TJ by knockout. That's what I think. I'm going to agree with you on the decision. Yeah. Um, I could see him kind of beating him the same way he beat Jan, just controlling him. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, like, he gets locked up, he's going to try to find a way to work out of it and get back on his feet. Yep, yep. Um, I think it definitely this would be a decision kind of of fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could see TJ catching him and stunning him, and yeah, maybe not knocking him out cold, but getting a TKO, something like that. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, if yeah. any given opportunity, that man's gonna just try to ring that dude's bell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, he's really good at kind of like leading in with like a two punch draw, and then just coming in with that mean like overhand, like overhand, hand right? Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that one. Um, and then the third fight. This is also going to be a big uh, fan favorite because everybody loves Sugar Sean O'Malley. Dude, sugar. But he is taking <laughs> yes, on please. the baddest man, the number one contender, Piotr Jan. Yeah. And I give props to O'Malley finally taking a, a ranked or a fucking top 10 opponent. Yeah. And. Because he's what's in at 15, 13? So he's number 12. Oh, 12, yeah. No, yeah, it's right yeah. next to their picture. Yep. And, uh, oh, uh, the thing right in front of me. How, <laughs> how could I miss it? <laughs> um, I mean, yes, Sean has the reach advantage, obviously, and his striking is slick, and yeah. he's good. But Well, I mean, he, he basically had, like, a rocky scenario growing up. So, like, he tried joining this boxing club with his dad, and, uh, like, I guess, like, he hated it. And then, like, his dad had a friend that was, like, this Native American Golden Gloves dude. And it's, like, him and his daughter. And it's, like, in this farm in the middle of nowhere. Really? Yeah. Just, oh, like, yeah, because he's from Montana. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's, like, this broken down gym with, like, an old, <laughs> yeah. like, duct taped heavy bag. And, like. Oh, shit. Vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, his friend was just, like, dude, Sean has something here. Like, you got to cultivate this yeah, kind of, like, yeah. striking. And, like, you know, just having a boxing background versus guys like Peter Yan mm-hmm. definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. Um the thing is with Yan, his I think he's got some of the best boxing in MMA. So with him, 
He's going to have to get past Sean's reach, get inside, and just rip shots to the body yeah. and just go haywire when he's on the inside. And I don't has, think Sean's ever been hit like that. So, no. He also yeah. has, like, mean early round grappling, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's really kind of a tactician in that his grappling is, like, yes, he is going for that submission, but he's mm-hmm. smart enough to gash you out. Yes, yes. Um, I agree with that. First round, he usually downloads the fighter, and he doesn't, like, He's not too overzealous. He doesn't take too many chances. And then in the later rounds, that's where he turns it on. But he's used to, well, he's never been champion, but he's used to five-round fights. This is only a three-round fight. Yeah. So he can't wait too long. You know no, what I mean exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, first round to feel your dude out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if it was me, and like if you're gonna go by like that that game plan, I would just grapple um, O'Malley for like the first two rounds, and then just go in on the third. Yeah, that would loose. be a good game plan. I agree because like he's gonna be gassed out. His arms are gonna be tired. Like he's right. his striking is gonna be low. So like when yeah. you when you have your guard down, that's when you can start popping in some mean mean hits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. The odds, Jan is quite the favorite at a minus 380, which is justified for sure. But also, Um, you know, don't sleep on Sean O'Malley's kicks either. No, no. That man utilizes a kick very well and, like, good at using that to keep people at a distance. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen him Charlie Horse enough people by just, like, mean leg kicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he uses the length, man. Just like, uh, I mean, he's not as good as... Uh, Adesanya. No. But they're kind of similar fighting styles. Oh, for yeah, sure, yeah. Because yeah. they're both uh, rangy fighters. Um, yeah. Again, props to him for jumping up to take on the number one guy, but I don't... Unless he catches Jan and can stun him and jump on him, I don't think he's going to set up some highlight knockout to where he's been finishing everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, this kind of fight to me... Is like yeah, it's like a big name fight, but I think for him career wise, this is low risk, high reward. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. So he beats the number one guy. Best case scenario, pops up in his rankings. Now he's got a pretty much a pick of a litter of fights, and he pretty much just threw his name out there even more. And possibly be in line for the title, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you lose, you might go down a a, a rank or two, but he's in such a cushy place in his ranking that like he can still keep, he can bounce back from this fight. No problem. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And he's got a lot of stardom. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this is more bragging rights fight for him and also really challenging himself, but if it doesn't go out the way he wants, I don't, I don't really see that ever being like a bad, bad deal for him. Yeah. Unless he gets like embarrassed and like knocked out, then yeah. that's one thing. But if he goes out on his shield and he fights a good fight, then yeah. Yeah, I don't I, well I don't I think agree. Peter John's gonna teabag him or anything. Well, well. <laughs> yeah, do the patty pimble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they've been talking a lot of shit, so I you wouldn't think a Yom would do another illegal knee, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I do definitely I mean, well, I don't want to like pander to a stereotype that Russians get triggered really easily, but <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if Rocky and any movies that have been made in the '80s with yeah. any Russians ever would suggest otherwise, yeah, yeah, that's the stigma. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, what's your prediction for this one? Hmm. I think, I think uh, definitely Peter Jan's going to take it home. Yeah. Um, 
I do think it's probably going to be a knockout. Mm. And I'm also feeling it's probably going to be second round. Ooh, okay. I'm thinking yep. I'm thinking striking. Yep. Yeah. I think he's going to I think um, you know, Sean O'Malley's probably going to think of oh, I'm going to try like either a cool like kick or mm-hmm. he's going to open himself up. Yeah. At the yeah, worst yeah. time. It's yeah. going to be I could see it like happening like right in the middle of the octagon. He's going to go in for like some cool strike or just open himself up and Jan's yeah. just going to like pop him like a good one in the chin. Right, try and something then, flashy. Yeah, and then just fall through with just like mad blows. Mhm. Mhm. I could see that. I'm also going to go with Peter Jan and I'm going to say by TKO. Okay. And I think what he's going to do is He's going to have to time it right because Sean's very good at um, evading and getting off the cage. Yeah. But I think if Jan can get Sean against the cage and he gets inside, and I'm going to say a body shot drops him. Oh. I think he just gets under, rips a left hook, just like a mean hits him one right, right in the liver. Yeah. I think he just folds over for a second, and then, like you said, he jumps on him. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, just because Jan is so compact and... His boxing is nice. Yeah. And I've been hitting the liver. That's not it's it is yeah. no fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It'll uh it'll shut you down for a second. Oh yeah. Yep. Um it makes you evaluate a lot of things. Like, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say yawn. I'll say third round. Okay. Third round TKO. With a liver shot. Yep. I like that. Yep. Yes, sir. Um and then the other two fights on the card, I don't think we need to cover that. No offense, well, those hey. fighters. <laughs> well, who are the the? There was the two chicks that yeah, uh, the this one right here. Okay. Uh, Caitlin Ka- um, Kagan. Yeah, yeah she, I don't even want to butcher that name. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's the American. Um, she's good, but unfortunately, she has a Valentina Shevchenko in yeah. her division, and she's never beating her. So. No, but <laughs> here's what I love about. Uh, her in particular is that she fights until she's hamburger. What I really love about women in the UFC is that they're always they they have always something to have to prove, which is kind of like unfortunate. Where I'm de- like I'm in love with the progress where women are now the forefront of the UFC, like big names and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but there's always a mentality that they have like this thing to prove, so they just beat the living shit out of each other. Yes, yes. And it always makes for, like, such amazing fights. I mean, I remember, like, Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey and their rivalry for, like, oh, yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. beat the living piss out of each other. Like, Yeah. Ronda I'm sure, broke like, they her had, arm. Yeah, I'm a, I assume that they had, like, COVID-like symptoms just because they're knocking the taste out of each other's mouth, like, <laughs> every six weeks. Oh, shit. Like, Strike Force <laughs> just said... Just go at it. Go yeah. At it. Like they were like they were a chair away from being professional wrestling. Like <laughs> they yeah. went at it. So I I really love just like how far women have come in the UFC, the progress that it's always happening, and then they always show up every single time. And especially Caitlin. Like she Yeah, she's a dog for sure. She is a mean striker, dude. Mm-hmm. Mean, mean striker. Like I caught a couple of her fights before I came over here and she yeah. just Molly Wops motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean she's done great against everybody except Shevchenko. Honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not sure who uh I'm gonna butcher this one too. Yeah. <laughs> the the French girl over here. <laughs> Manon Fiorat. Um she's number seven. Caitlin's number one, so yeah. I don't know, honestly. But um yeah, another thing that I think is cool with the women fights is 
Because they're so flexible, yeah. they've got the leverage for sick jujitsu submissions. Oh, so you see a lot of arm bars being pulled. A lot of arm bars. A lot of knee bars. The throws, and, the throws yeah, are next level. Yeah, judo throws. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep. Those judo throws are next level. Yep, and Ronda really started that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell um, yeah, man. I think that's going to be a really good fight. That was one I was checking out when I was looking at the card. Yeah, so that'll be the first fight on the card. And then the second one, uh, Benil Dairouche, he's a badass, too. I'm not sure who his opponent is. Sorry, dude. Um, Matus Gemrat from Poland. Um, he's number nine. Benil's a fucking badass, so I'm just going to go with him. Cause... I mean, you can already t- like, look at this picture. He is just like, <laughs> yeah. this is like a waste of a Saturday kind of picture for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Or this guy, he's, you know... I'm assuming like he is just like fighting for his life in Poland. And this is probably his first uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So that goes down October 22nd, everybody. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yes, sir. If I can get off from work, I'm going to try to come down to the B-dubs with you boys. Yeah, man, that'd be sick. Hell yeah. If we don't do that, uh, then we'll watch it here. I mean, yeah, we're yeah, always sure. going to peep it. I always want to like show it. At the restaurant, but that's kind of like the kind of catch twenty two of having. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Pay per views and restaurants are so expensive. I bet, yeah. Because you have to go off of TVs and occupancy, mm-hmm. and that determines like the price. Like I can't just bare bones pay a hundred bucks, right? And just right. show that fight on every TV. Yeah, yeah, it's way more than that. It's yeah. way more. It's yeah. Like it works for B-dubs because you know you have your uh, ticket prices at the door, right? Like you have your entry fee. And they also like make that back, like because they did that for the Floyd Mayweather fight. And correct, fight. I remember that for the Floyd fight. I don't think they do that for UFC though. Oh, do they not? Mm-mm. Oh, well, Mm-mm. I mean, either way, you still were packing up a restaurant where you're gonna make those level of like sales off of food, alcohol, definitely alcohol. Where yeah, yeah, you're gonna get that back and then still turn a profit. Mm-hmm. For us, it's you know, yeah, we make a mean profit like on Sundays for football and you know Wednesday nights or you know our select nights that we promote, but. To have a pay per view that takes a huge chunk right. out of like our daily sales. So it's yeah, just it yeah. doesn't make any sense to have it. And I, I get gotcha. like chewed out by people on the phone about it. Really? Yeah. Like oh, <laughs> there's one actually. I got I got uh, yelled at because someone was like, well, I wouldn't say yelled at, but there's like they got really snippy with me. They're like, yeah. "Are you gonna have the Jake Paul fight tonight?" <laughs> I was oh, just like, "Lord." I was like, "Um, <laughs> no." <laughs> uh, they're like, "Well, that's stupid." I'm like, "I don't even have the." tools to argue with this one <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah like are you are you fucking with me Dude, like <laughs> yeah it's fucking celebrity boxing yeah man. come on man i mean don't not i don't knock it i'm glad that they brought boxing back i mean not that boxing was ever like dead but it, it opens up to a broader audience for sure yeah younger that, that, crowd. I, I would say like that's the the perks of celebrity boxing the downside of it is the celebrity you want to see get knocked out never does yes so i'm glad you brought him up Let's touch on that. Okay. He is fighting Anderson Silva now. I know. What do you think happens? Because Anderson is. I think it's gonna forty-seven. I think it's gonna be the same thing that happened with Tyson Woodley and Tyson Woodley, yeah, and yeah, Floyd yeah. Mayweather. I think it's gonna be a serious but respectful sparring match. I hope you're wrong, but yeah. I, I, I really like the thing is like you, you kind of have to like have, like, that safe go, right? That mm-hmm. that little area of, like, I'm not going to lose. I still keep, like, my name, but I'm going to make yeah, stupid Yeah, your legacy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Tyson Woodley, like, you can have all the conspiracy theories you want. Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, excuse me. Yeah, Tyron Woodley, excuse me. Um, 
but I've watched enough of those videos to like definitely see that it it looked like a dive. Yeah, man. Fuck. I've I've gone back and forth with people about it. Look, I mean, perfect. it, it could have been in the claws for yeah. him to take a dive, but man, that was a mean knockout. That was a mean knockout. <laughs> he took it like a champ. Holy if shit. That, if that was like a free punch and you're guaranteed to be knocked out, I would say, you know. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was totally worth it. I'm sure you made stupid money off that. Yeah, I just, I don't know, But man. I think. If, I, I wouldn't want to be embarrassed by a YouTuber. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't yeah. be embarrassed either, but sometimes money just talks a little bit more. And now that you're out of the UFC, like, what is he going to do? Commentate? No. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, for a man that's lived in America, now going on a better part of, like, almost 20 years, mm -hmm. still has mm -hmm. more broken English than people that are fresh off the boat. Like, <laughs> um, uh, Well. I, I think, though, okay, if let's just say we get the scenario we want it, and they just go at it. Oh, Silva's, Silva's beating the bricks off this game. Yes, like, yes. Like, his striking is... And, the, just with his hands, not his feet, but like just, right, right. His hands are so mean. I mean, like he's probably one of the best people to like ever duck a punch. Yes, and then yeah. dance, dance, and make you feel like an idiot. Correct. Yes, yes. I mean, I think he is such a strong veteran in terms of fighting. Like Jake Paul, just yeah, he's strong. He's a young kid and far better at boxing than I'll ever be. But sure, sure. I still don't think he's that impressive, to be honest. I mean, no. He's got. No. Knockout power. When you, that's about it. When you put him against people like Canelo or anything like that, no, of course not. No, no. he doesn't. Not a not a snowball's chance in hell. No, no. But no. you know, for the average person, yeah, I mean, he knows what he's doing. I guess. I don't but, think the average person is going to be able to take Anderson Silva. I don't I, think. I think uh, Jake I Paul I, loses bad. Man. Oh, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think he, he does. Here, here's here's hoping. <laughs> yeah, I hope somebody fucking pops that kid in the mouth. <laughs> I think Anderson embarrasses him. Yeah, I mean yeah. that would be ideal. But what I do think is, if I'm just being realistic, they're just going to put on a good show. Yeah. I think everybody walks away with a fat payday. Mm. But that's just me being a realist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sucks to say. Like, I really hope like Jake Paul gets the living shit kicked out of him. Me too, dude. But Man, I feel like if it's obvious in that fashion. He's gonna lose clout, and I'm talking about Jake Paul. Like, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, he hasn't had a humbling, mistaking moment mm -mm. like his older brother did. Right. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I, I, first of all, I, I don't want to make it seem like I want any kind of like <laughs> fan bus of the Paul brothers. Yeah. By yeah. any means, no, but no. if we look at someone that used to be like this huge nuisance, did it for the vine, did it for the clout. Right. Right. And then like. Gets into fighting, we're like, oh yeah, I hope somebody fucks this dude up, mm -hmm. makes a huge mistake, and then comes around and like, now is doing wrestling, has like huge businesses. Yeah, by all accounts, entrepreneur for sure. All accounts, like a dude that did a complete one eighty mm -hmm. of his persona. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, I like I like Logan more than Jake. Yeah, sure. yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. I think that's the general consensus, and yeah. I think he's a better boxer than Jake. Ooh, I don't know about that. I I I think so. I think Jake he, trains a lot more than Logan. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they have different career paths now for sure. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really make sense to work on boxing when you're jumping no. off the turnbuckle. No, no, yeah. But yeah. I think like at their peak of their fighting, I, I think Logan. He's gonna have that big brother mentality. You're telling me you don't you don't like whoop up on your little brothers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could definitely kick my brother's ass, I mean, but, it's, no. it's, but but you know, it's like it's that it's that brother mentality, right? Like yeah. you're always going to have that psych out level where it's just like, 
Yeah. I'll, I'll always I'll always be able to whoop the shit out of you. I'd love to see that one day. I hope they fight each other. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, now that would sell some tickets. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like it doesn't matter who wins or loses, we all win. <laughs> we all win. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> cool, man. Um so I wanted to touch on a little bit of uh, you being a GM at a restaurant. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Did you ever see this uh, for coming? Or uh, no, no, not even a little bit. Yeah. So when I got out of the Navy, um, I well, I guess backtrack. I was in the reserves uh-huh. for the tail end of my career, and when I got out of the Navy, I was still working in restaurants, mm-hmm. and I was a chef for a long time, and it was just something that always like clicked. I liked the creativity aspect of it i love playing with food i loved just kind of like that pirate cutthroat mentality that kitchens have dude yes i mean the reason why i'm fluent in spanish is because someone brought my mother up to me in a negative and i didn't like that so i took (laughs) it's like took two months out of my my life to learn spanish just enough to put this dude down rosetta stone oh yeah (laughs) man javier shout out to you you fat piece of shit Yeah, no, no one ever brings my mother up to me in a negative in yeah, any language. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I kind of wish like someone would do it in French, so I have a reason to learn French. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I no, I, to answer your question, no, I never really saw myself going there. But it just kind of seemed like the more and more I worked and stayed, it's like the more and more I progressed, and people were like, "Why don't you do this? Here's this. You're right. now this." Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, "All right." Yeah. Um, and Move then. Up the ladder. Uh. I took time off. I did construction, and mm-hmm. then I decided I hated construction, so I came back to restaurants, and I immediately landed uh, D five. Nice. And it's been, it has definitely been a labor of love. It has been uh, something that's very hard to like learn on your feet. Uh, I'm so thankful for my staff and how hard they work and how patient they are with me. Uh, incredibly thankful for, you know, Dewey just mentoring me because, mm-hmm. you know, he's been a manager longer than I have. And right. he just, he, he looks at things as they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just, I don't know, he just, how he explains things to me just kind of like clicks. He, it's not necessarily like talking down or dumbing it down. It's just, it's just very matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. And I just always respect like any notes that he has for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely been very hard, for sure, out of the gate. But now I feel like I've got it, and what I've been able to create is like a good family unit. You yeah, because I don't like to That's think essential. Yeah, I don't like to think that I. And this might just me be stroking my own ego, but I don't like to think that I manage a restaurant. I manage people. Okay. Uh, yeah. I kind of like viewed as like coaching in a sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, servers, restaurant jobs are always going to be a stepping stone to something else. Good Usually. or bad. Yes. Yeah. And if anything that I advocate or talk about or preach and you utilize that and it helps you in the future, then I'll consider it like a job well done. I'd yeah, rather these people be the best versions of themselves. And if it happens to make them a great server, you're like, yay me, but you know Yeah, no, that's super genuine of Yeah, you. but yeah, yeah. you know, I want I want these people to be happy. Best version. Like I have this one kid uh who left a couple months ago, but I've always been like his biggest supporter. Uh, his name's John Allen. He is a huge, well, he will be a huge actor one day. I know it. All right. Um, but I, I got him to sign a bunch of like uh, uh, pamphlets and like uh, right, right, right. playbills and all this we stuff. And I was something. like, when you make it, I'm selling this shit on one eBay. Day. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to yeah. put my kid through college. <laughs> 
dude. I love it. Yeah, but no, I always want a premonition. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to always be able to like support and like uplift staff. Yeah, and man. you know, if a byproduct of them being happy and working hard causes the restaurant to per, uh, profit, then it's like I just doubled down on exactly what I'm trying to do. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the other stuff, it what makes it hard is just kind of like. Um, building schedules around people that are students, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. trying to make deadlines make sense, events mm-hmm. on top of events. Mm-hmm. Um, All the budgeting and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things that you don't really think about um, yeah, at definitely. certain levels of work. I mean, labor costs, like all kinds of crazy shit that I didn't even think about. Like, oh, this person might hit overtime or they're working Dude, this amount yeah, of hours. Right, right, right. Yeah. And not that like labor for us is very serious. I could honestly, labor is not an issue at all for the restaurant. Like I could put anybody and work them any amount of hours they want to do it. And you know, it doesn't hurt the restaurant, but Mm -hmm. you know, now knowing that for another place, like, right. Yeah. 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 It's just things you don't even think about. No, no. Yeah. I, when I, I worked at B-dubs back in like 2013 and yeah, man, it felt like a family. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, We would just go out together whenever we'd all get off party till like five in the morning. Yeah. It's that restaurant life. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing like it. It is it is an interesting lifestyle. It's it easy to fall into and stay stuck in. Correct. Um, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world because it, it has allowed me to meet people that have significantly impacted me, I think. You know, I when I first moved here to Richmond, I left my entire home in Charlottesville. You know, my friends, my entire family there, and, you know, I didn't have a lot of people up here. Mm-hmm. And so when I like moved to Richmond, like immediately everyone just took me under your wing, like you, Brandon, Will, Ryan, yeah, right, you know, or and that's just the regulars, not even my staff, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, places like that give you that sense of like family stability, and mm-hmm. like now I have people. Which, if you had talked to me in 2018, I would have tell you like I don't have anyone aside from the person I was living with at the time, right, right. So it's like, yeah, man, it's, it's one of those opportunities that I'm so incredibly grateful for. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm super happy that you came down here. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, now I'm like littered in tattoos and dressed like I'm a <laughs> fucking hippie, but yeah, you look like, I mean, an, like t- an RVA guy. Yeah. Now. Tell me RVA has you without telling me RVA has you, <laughs> you know, have like six more tattoos, a sleeve. <laughs> yes, sir. Nah, you, you fit the, uh, you fit the ballot. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, this is also a labor of love. Yeah. <laughs> Some call it lazy and depression. I like to call it style. <laughs> I wouldn't call you lazy, man. Nah. Like, like we said before this started, you're working 70 hours a week. Oh, That's yeah. It's no fucking joke. Well, thankfully, I can dial back on that a little bit now because uh, I brought on someone new to help me out. Well, good, good. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, the 70 hours don't seem that bad because my staff of backweight servers, security, like everyone just really makes my job easier. Good. And, yeah. you know, it's not just a byproduct of them just being the coolest fucking people in the world. Like mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. you know, they just, they work hard. We all work hard for each other. And I think that's kind of yeah. a cool takeaway. Yeah. Which you have to, I mean, you guys have the most popular bar in the fan. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By far. And it I'd is say, packed every weekend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you, we are very like synonymous with a lot of popular bars. I mean, like our sister bar tap always packed, right. You know, ownership knows what they're doing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we know how to appeal to the masses. Now, the hard thing about like restaurants and the fan though, and why like a lot of them are closing down is like one, and you have all these new restaurant groups that are building bigger stuff. So it's like drawing stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, Like Scott's edition. Mm -hmm. 
And that's like pulling away your masses. So you're like now losing sales. And then you got people that are trying to make ends meet post COVID mm -hmm. uh, from their shutdowns. Mm -hmm. And the fan is, is kind of like a mixture of like everybody and nobody. Like it. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like you have obviously like our Wednesdays and Sundays, it's very busy, but then yeah. it'll just be nobody. Right. It's right, just, yeah. that's what I mean by everybody and nobody. It's, um, like it seems like all Richmond will want to be hanging out with you one day or, yeah. you know, like they'll try something different and right, it's, right. it's comes so in it's, waves. Yeah. But yeah. I am happy in that, that, um, now we have like a promotional team of like our two oh, bartenders good. and they're yeah. killing the promotion game. Like that's huge. Yeah. I, I think our point break while well, one, I'm just a fan cause I'm crazy for Swayze. I was actually, so funny story about Patrick Swayze segue. Uh, let's hear it. Um, so I now have access to the company card, which good, great. Yay. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay right, for the restaurant. Right. Now they don't have to go out. I can go out and get things for them. Yeah. Um, but I did make a whoopsie uh -uh. <laughs> and I told my owner, let's hear it. <laughs> uh, was, I was like, Hey man. Um, so I, I might've accidentally spent the card on the wrong thing. And he goes, <laughs> what'd you, what'd you get? Yeah. I was like, I got Roadhouse. He goes, Oh man, that's okay. I get it. Like, you know, as long as it wasn't expensive. Like, I love the rolls. I'm like, No, no. Uh, I got the movie Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Why would you do that? And I was like, mm, It's a classic. I guess we could chalk it up to research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no, I just love. Funny. I love Swayze movies, man. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, they're making. A remake of that? I did. And, and fucking I'm, Conor McGregor is starring in it. I'm like, I'm here for it because it's one of those ones <laughs> where it's like, I like reboots. Um, it's hard to nail a reboot, though. You, it's with, hard. Especially with Patrick Swayze movies. Right. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I akin Patrick Swayze to like my love of Golden Girls <laughs> okay, or Little Women of Atlanta. Like, it's just... <laughs> These these shows these, these shows these movies I just have childlike wonderment about. Fair enough. Okay. Like okay. I just like the spirit takes me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I actually had a I had a friend. That <laughs> I was coming down to Charlottesville to visit family, and I was going to have dinner with this buddy first. And as I'm getting ready to turn off the TV, <laughs> uh, Dirty Dancing comes on. <laughs> oh, let's go. So I call yeah, him, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm probably going to be three and a half hours late. <laughs> you had to watch it. Yeah, of course I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to walk away." <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. You are a hardcore fan, then. <laughs> I, I really am, dude. It's like, I think like people when they look at me, it's like, really this guy? But like, no, I, I really love Patrick Sweet Ghost. Point Break is one of my Point favorite Break, movies. Donnie Darko. I've never Red seen Dawn. that. You've never seen Red Donnie Darko? No. Yeah, I hear it's great. That's uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Maggie Gyllenhaal. They're both in it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Play brother and sister. Go figure. Look at that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Red... he's gonna be the Patrick Swayze in the Roadhouse yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 And I think Conor McGregor's gonna be the like karate. Sam Elliott or. Well, there's this one guy in a uh, Roadhouse that plays. Um. No, Sam Elliott. Oh, if he plays Sam Elliott's character, that'd be dope. Mm, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, I think he's gonna be the main protagonist well not the the henchman the main henchman yeah, the main yeah. Protagonist, the guy that did karate with the pool stick yeah the one that says i used to fuck guys like you in prison <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a that's a weird flex <laughs> the best one yeah. line in an 80s movie i was like what i mean yeah prison but like you're doing karate so like what prison are you going to where, like, yeah. <laughs> i don't know they left a lot of questions. I have there's some not the same prison as Mike Tyson was in yeah. back in that day. <laughs> now Kith. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, shit. Um, oh, and speaking of restaurants, have you watched the show The Bear? Love The from Bear. From Chicago? Yeah, yeah man. man. So I just I, finished it. Yeah. yeah, I. one, I just love it because, like, yeah, that is exactly how kitchens are. Screaming at each other. I mean, yeah, not a lot yeah. of kitchens today. There's some kitchens that are soft as shit, but, like, I've worked in kitchens where, like, we threw hot pans at each other. Wow, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it. it is definitely, like, cutthroat like there's some guys that are accidentally like, stabbed somebody well I don't walking think around the corner <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've ever gotten that far but i've definitely have seen a guy throw a knife at a guy Ooh, yeah jesus um but yeah no i love it because it's just it's so authentic and the story itself is just like deep diving and like you really uh, what's the what's the guy's name the actor that uh was also in shameless like the main yeah. guy the main guy um jeremy oh my god what's his last name i should know this I'm gonna have to look it up. It's Jeremy something. Yeah, but yeah, no, he was great and shameless. I watched that. Yeah, too. but you know he, what I, I'm not saying like he has a niche, but like he, he Jeremy know, Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. He yeah. knows how to play this like downtrodden, like hard on their luck dudes that are just like trying to turn shit around and better themselves. And like, what I love about his. It's like a Southside Chicago. Yeah, it's uh, well. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's all yeah. Southside Chicago. Because Shameless is the same way. He's yeah, like, it's also in Southside Chicago. Yep, yep. But you, he plays this character so well. Like you always root for him. It doesn't matter what he's in. You're always rooting for him. Yeah, when he does that monologue in the last episode. Yeah, I was like, is it deep? Yeah. I also love just that Maddie Miller's in it. Oh yeah, the big dude. Yeah, or, sorry, yeah. not Maddie Miller. Uh, Maddie Matthews. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I love Matty Matthews. I'll watch like all of his like stuff. Like I love cooking his recipes. Like I have his yeah, cookbook. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was like one of my favorite cookbooks that I bought. That's dope. Yeah. You got a few of those? I have a, I have a, I have a bin. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I guess like when I, I don't have much of a passion to cook now. I don't really want to go back into like chef stuff. Like, right. Yeah. I'm kind of content in that I put my knives down. Um, <laughs> but I, my favorite cookbooks, man, I like, I, um, uh, there's Heritage by Sean Brock. Okay. Um, and Sean Brock is uh, from, like, Low County, like, basically Shenandoah Mountain, like, Blue Ridge area. Gotcha. Uh, Virginia, but it's one of those poor mining counties where, mm -hmm. like, it's almost you take pride in, you know, your farms, like, your yeah. gardens and all that stuff. So, like, that's what he advocates is, like, getting out there and growing your own shit and, like, just utilizing the best. And it's also Southern Comfort, but with, like, there a French, a French yeah. twist. Ah, okay. okay. Actually, that's what I love about my uh, one chef, uh, Jaeger. Um, Jaeger. Everything that you love to eat, um, specials-wise, or, like, you know, he had a lot of thought process that went into our menu. Wow. Uh, along with our head chef, Dave. That's amazing. Yeah. No, those guys together, like, they're phenomenal cooks. But mm -hmm. Jaeger, I, I told uh, ownership early on, I was like, dude, we got to cultivate whatever this kid's got because he has the shine yeah like, this yeah. kid is just broken when it comes yeah. to kitchen work hell yeah uh but he's like southern comfort well i would say tex-mex with french styles and asian flavors mm, and what a combination yeah, yeah i know right and yeah. the things that he comes up with is just like so adventurous and fun like a lot of people wouldn't want to try a lot of things that he wants but it's like so amazing i'm always oh, his yeah. guinea pig like he did a duck yeah. breast. Why not, right? Uh, yeah. kind of like pickled cabbage or pickled like vegetables and like this amazing like broth. It was, mm. yeah. The kid just blows yeah, me away every time. For. Yeah, oh, yeah. Phenomenal chef. Cool, man. All right, so parting question to end it. Yeah, man. You got 
You got a girl on a date. What's your go-to dish that you're making for? Oh man! All right, my go girl on a date. So this is like, this is like our third date. Okay. Yes. Correct. Um, yeah. So third date, I'm gonna make a little like cheese plate. Obviously, you mm-hmm. always want to have like a little shark charcuterie board yep, yep. or mm-hmm. just something to nibble on while yeah, while they, while you watch you do your magic. There you go. Yep. A little um, wine and cheese. Yep. Yep. My go-to like thing that I like to make to impress someone would be like a crispy salmon on top of a Ooh. mash with like crab meat in it, and then mm. I'll do like sun-dried tomatoes. I'll have like a little salad. I'll make like my little vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds yeah. That, that's if, if I'm trying to be flashy. Crispy salmon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but if I'm really like trying to win you over, I'll do like something like a pasta dish. Like, um, yeah. Comfort food. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you know, with pasta, it's like you, I mean, obviously you can get the bottles and cans and stuff, but it's, I think it's more interesting to uh, make the sauces yourself. It's kind of like a labor of love. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, if I'm making like a red pasta sauce, that thing's probably going to be cooking for like six hours. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and right, probably right. take like half a bottle of wine in it too. Hell yes. Um, yeah, you know what you're doing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not my first time around the block for <laughs> cooking for people. That's awesome. Um, no, but it, it's if it's not if it's not crispy salmon, um, I'll do like kind of like tacos. Like don't showing off like tacos. Tacos are always fun. Yeah, it's easy. And it also yeah, allows yeah, you to be goofy, it. you know, like because it can be messy and it's like finger food. It takes a lot of weight. Off totally. Of, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can still be intimate and romantic, like, you know, with the romance. But it's nonchalant. Yeah, it's yeah, nonchalant, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I if I really want to, like, show you how much I care and I love you, I'm making you like my chili. Chili. Oh, yeah. I made okay. my roommate chili for uh, for his birthday yesterday. And Ooh. same deal. This is something that's going to take hours to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I love making chili. Just simple stuff, It's man. the best winter food, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, winter, fall. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kill it in the chili game. Um, Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, or, uh, you know, just any, anything really, man. It, it, I, I honestly... Well, you'd like, win my heart over. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, if I can't think of anything on the spot, I usually be like, lead in with like, well, what would you like to eat? Like, True. what's your favorite thing? Yeah, or that's if, safe. If, yeah, if yeah. Uh, they happen to say, like, this is my favorite restaurant, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, okay, then I'll look at things that I can kind of mm-hmm. make from that menu or something yeah, close yeah, to yeah. it. You know, it's, Emulate it. Yeah. 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 And that in itself shows that you took enough vetted interest into things that they're interested in and what they like and kind of, like, have an idea of what their palate might look like. Fuck yeah. So gives you options to play. Yeah, man. That's good shit. Yeah, brother. I love it. Um, all right, y'all. I think that's about it. I think we covered everything sports-wise. Yeah. Um, please share this show with your friends if you enjoyed this episode. And Jordan, I really appreciate it, man. Ah, brother, it has been a pleasure. I've been dying to get on the show. Yes, yes. I know we talked about it multiple times yeah. uh, throughout the year, so I was like, you know what? Let's finally make this happen. Well, please have me back anytime. It's been a oh, yeah. blast, man. Definitely, definitely. And I got a uh, a third mic, so maybe we can have one of the other goofballs on with you. Absolutely, yeah, dude. Talk I'm here for shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank yeah, you man, so thank much. You. And uh, everybody, we will catch you next time. <laughs>